All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining today's TR90 Weight Management Call. My name is Frank Lomas. I'm your host today. I'm calling from Lompoc, California, L-O-M-P-O-C, Lompoc, California. <laughs> Somebody was wondering what he likes to call it Lompoc. Uh, anyway, anyway which, it's 54 miles north of Santa Barbara on uh, California's beautiful central coast. My business background was that of a mortgage broker before joining New Skin Enterprises, and I now enjoy what I call my carpet commute as I get to walk from one bedroom to another to grow my new skin business. And in my youth, I also competed in one in uh, bodybuilding and weightlifting. And I still stay active each day with my wife uh, doing everything like calisthenics, walking, hiking, biking, riding, uh, bicycle riding, and um, high-intensity weight training. Uh, weight training. Today is our, let's see, 1,229th day of hashtag no, no days off of exercise, where we try to get at least 30 minutes. We always get 30 minutes, sometimes it's only 15, but we try to do something every day that's exercise-related. And so uh, friend me on Facebook and see where the fun we have while we go out with our play and exercise. These calls, uh, this here on 90 calls, takes place at 6.40 a.m. to 6.55 a.m. approximately Pacific time, Monday through Friday. And our panel does these calls to help support your efforts with our AgeLot TR90 weight management program, which is based on three program components clinically shown to help you look leaner and healthier in 90 days. The programming, co programming components are products, eating, and exercise, and check with your favorite new skin representative and or new skin product support for more details on the program. Or if you jump on Susan, she covers them pretty well each morning she's on, and check in here each weekday. You're going to find the archive of these calls on SoundCloud, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D.com, or your favorite podcast app by searching for either TR90, my name, Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, or Solutions for the number four, anti-aging, all one word. Today I'm sharing an article on, on the exercise component with an article I researched on Eat This, Not That, entitled Over 60. Here are five of the best exercises you can possibly do. And I, I'm 66, so it's applied to me, and I think a few of you might be getting close to that in that window. So here, let me share a little information about some exercises that some professionals recommend. These are expert recommended here, and this was published uh, in July of this year. Let's see, just as strength training is the single best exercise you can do after turning 50, I can tell you that the same goes for, you, for your 60s. Don't just take it from me, and that me, the me person is uh, Tim Liu, uh, C-I-C-I-C-S-C-S. -C -C -S. Uh, so it says, uh, tell you, tell you uh, the same goes for your 60. Don't just take it from me, though. Take it from some trainers who are over 60 themselves. Many individuals over the age of 60 forget about lifting weights or think that they can't build muscle as they age, and that's just not true. That's a fact. Uh, Valerie Hurst, 61. An FAI certified, and to look up what FAI means, it, it, she's a uh, functioning aging institute uh, trainer, certified trainer, and certified brain health trainer, explained to us that uh, by strength training at least two days per week, by strength training at least two days per week to your exercise routine, you can avoid loss of muscle and thus stay independent longer by maintaining your strength and balance. And, of course, the goal with our TR90 programs TR90 programs and maintain your lean muscle mass, and she's correct. As you enter your 60s, you'll find that a new vocabulary starts to emerge when you talk about exercise. Words like speed and huge gains start to disappear, while words like mobility and stability 
basic functions you'll need for better quality, a better quality of life and well in old age start to emerge. In order to age well, I believe that in addition to walking and stretching and doing any sort of activities that will keep you on your feet, from gardening to playing golf, you need to partake, partake in at least two to three days per week of basic strength training that targets your entire body. And I'm talking about exercise moves that will make your muscles stronger while also promoting better balance, posture, core strength, stability, and mobility. In fact, I'd urge you to consider the following workout every day you do strength training. These are five movements that accomplish literally everything I just described. Just remember, she says, to perform three to four sets of the following exercises using the reps noted. Number one is the exercise. I don't do this presently, but I've done this in the past. Dumbbell goblet squats, 10 to 15 reps. You start by holding a dumbbell close to your chest, right, almost like you're praying with your hands in the front of your chest, but you're holding the weight. Holding a dumbbell close to your chest, keep your chest up, core tight, push your hips back, and squat down until your hips are parallel to the ground. Drive through the heels and hips to stand back up, flexing your quads and glutes to finish. Consider an added bonus that in addition to being one of the single best exercises you can possibly do, scientists say that squatting is also one of the single best exercises you can possibly do for your brain, as it is the best for beating back Alzheimer's. And I find that interesting, but squats are wonderful. If you're concerned about getting a flabby, saggy, out-of-shape butt as you get older, you've got to start doing squats. Squats, baby, squats, baby, squats, baby. Now shape that thing up literally in no time. You'll be amazed. Do squats. Number two, side plank with rotation. Ten reps each side. Now, we do planks in our calisthenic app or our keep app, and we do some rotations, one, but not quite like this. This one says, stack your legs and get into a side plank position. Begin by keeping your core tight and glute squeeze. Reach across your body with the top hand, stretching your shoulder blade. Looks like he's got his upper, shoulder, upper arm reaching underneath his waist. Uh, it's, no, this plank there. Um, reach across your body with the top hand, stretching your shoulder blade. Pull your elbow back to starting position, squeezing your upper back when you finish. Number two, band pull-aparts, 20 reps. Grab a light or medium-resistant band. Hold it with both hands just about shoulder-width apart. Keeping the hands completely straight, begin pulling the band apart until your hands are in line with your torso. So your hands are in front of you, about shoulder-width apart, and you're stretching out like you're going to fly an airplane. You're pulling that back, back across your chest and back in again. Um, as you're pulling the band back, begin squeezing your shoulder blades together. Hold the end of the movement for one to two seconds before returning to the starting position. If you're, uh, well, jump into another article there. So those are band pull-aparts, 20 reps each. Split squat. Start by having one foot forward, one foot forward, and foot back in a staggered stance, um, keeping, keeping your core tight with a slight forward lean. Lower yourself all the way down until your back knees touches the ground. Push through the heel to, the front, to your front foot to come back up, flexing your glute to finish. And again, um, I'll tell you that I found this in Eat This, Not That. If you Google 60, 60 to 5 best exercises, you'll pull this up. You can see the pictures. There's even a little video here. Uh, you know, describing it may not be as clear as possible here. But they suggest you do 10 reps, 10 reps for each leg of a split squat. Number five, push-ups. I just started doing push-ups again after a long hiatus. Uh, push-ups, 10 to 20 reps. 
And if you can't do 10 to 20 reps, do one to two, then you build up to the 10 to 20. Have your body in a complete straight line going down and up. Start the movement with your feet together and shoulders in line with your wrists, keeping your core Keeping your, uh, keeping your core tight and glutes squeeze, lower yourself under control until your chest touches the floor before pushing yourself back up. And um, I would suggest if you can't do those regular ones, do them with your knees or either standing up leaning against the wall again until you get enough strength to be able to do them like typical, uh, typical military-type push-up where you're down on the ground. So those are the five things they recommend that you do. And I found a system. Excuse me, a sister article here. Let me jump to it. That was published uh, a month before this one. Over 60, never do these exercises. So let's see what those are. And they recommend you not do them. Also, by the same author, Tim Liu. Author, Tim, Tim Liu. Uh, it's important as we get older, we modify our training slightly to accommodate our aging bodies. When you reach 60, according to Suzanne Andrews, president of HealthWise Exercise, your muscle mass will really start to decline. You know, we've talked about our, that, that a few times. After 60, you lose 3% a year, which comes out to about 4.5 pounds of muscle strength per year. At that age, your joints simply won't be what they used to be. This is why in your 60-plus years, I strongly advise you to partake in targeted strength training regimen, utilizing your body weight and lighter, more manageable foot weights. Focus on your balance, your mobility, and working your muscles with a healthy range of motion. I advise, this is Tim talking, a lot of squats, lunges, push-ups, step-ups, great core exercises such as planks or bicycle crunches. I'd also encourage you to avoid these three specific exercise, exercise moves that target one particular, particular area of concern for people over 60, your shoulders. Your shoulders can have a major impact on your quality of life in your older years, and, and having strong, healthy shoulders with a good range of motion, it's crucial to getting through your days and continuing to live, live an active, healthy life. And it's simply a fact that tearing your rotator cuff and injuries like shoulder impingement, when your tendons rub against the bone, are increasingly more common after 60. To help you protect one of your most important joints, I'd urge you to avoid the following three exercise moves, which I consider to be particularly bad actors for over, the over 60 crowd. Plus, I've included two great moves you should do as well. So read on, happy training. And number one, don't. A big don't here that shows the guy doing them. Behind the neck pulls. And I actually rarely ever did those when I was competing. It just, I could feel it pinching when I was a kid. <laughs> it's kind of strange. I never heard, read this article. Behind the neck pull downs. This exercise, when done correctly, can place a lot of strain in the wrong areas, chiefly your neck and shoulders. What's more, the move rotates your shoulders in a position that strains your rotator cuff, which will pave the way for the inflammation. I've also seen guys pull the bar down so fast, they crack their, sp <laughs> their, their spinous process, the little, nub on their the little nubs on the top of the vertebrae. Um, and uh, a little nub on the vertebrae. Oh, it goes on about your gibberish. There's another article there. And so uh, behind the neck pull-downs, I recommend you not do those, especially if you're over 60. I just recommend you just not do them. Just do them in front of you or do pull-ups. Just do your body weight pull-ups or assisted pull-ups. You'll be amazed at how fast everything will get better. Uh, number two, don't barbell overhead press. This movement, which you may have enjoyed in your younger years, requires a high level of mobility in the upper back and shoulders. 
Given that our thoracic and shoulder mobility tend to decrease as we age, if you're over 60, you may find that you tend to overcompensate too much with your lower back with vertical pushing movement patterns such as this one. I think you're better off ignoring the barbell overhead press, and I'd have to agree with them. I did that when I first started lifting because I thought I wanted to be an Olympic lifter, and I did a lot of it, and I realized everything ached all the time. <laughs> I, was, I was just always really strong as a kid. I got lift a lot of weight, but it just, it would, it just didn't feel right. And uh, I started doing mostly either sitting down, where you're sitting down comfortably on a bench in a Smith machine and doing presses like that, or using the machine to do them because it controls your motion. And you'll just be a lot less likely to mess, mess yourself up. And you're talking to a guy who still lifts incredibly heavy at age 66. Uh, number three, don't shr don'ts. Shrugs. Here's a geeky fitness fact. Most of us are very upper trap dominant and actually lack strength in the upper back and mid-low traps. Shrugs tend to exacerbate this imbalance by working the upper traps and neck muscles, which should be the reverse. For this reason, I'd urge you to ditch the shrugs and incorporate more pulling movements instead, like uh, rowing pulling movements, the one-bomb dumbbell rolling movements, or again, uh, pull-ups <laughs> uh, in that area. For, and for some, uh, oh, let's lead off to another one. Let's see, number four, suitcase deadlift, eight to ten reps each side. Now, this is a guy do it, squatting down like he's going to do a deadlift. That's picking up the weight from the floor and lifting straight up through with your back, looking, looking straight ahead or looking upward. So you come up straight and use your legs and your thighs and your hips here to come up, drive yourself up. But he's got two uh, kettlebells, one in each hand. So you can do it with a dumbbell in each hand, I guess, or a kettlebell. And he says, I love this exercise. It helps develop core strength between your left and right side. And it also teaches you properly how to properly hinge and pick things up off the floor properly without using your lower back. This is crucial as we can to continue to age. Here's how to do it. Start the movement by having a weight, a kettlebell, a dumbbell, or a barbell next to your side on the ground. Keep your chest tall, core tight, push your hips back, sit down until you can grip your weight with your hand. Brace your core, then drive, your, drive through your legs and hips to stand tall, squeezing your glutes hard to finish. Reverse the pattern back to start position before performing another rep. Now, I recommend you can even do this by sitting down on a bench. Just don't pound, drop onto the bench. You sit down gently into the chair, the bench, stand, and then use your legs to stand back up, and you'll just be using your, the driving force. You'll be using inertia. You'll find it might work a little better for you. Number five, Turkish, the Turkish get-up. I can honestly say I've never done these. <laughs> Three to five reps each arm. Uh, this is what they uh, kettlebell. Turkish, Turkish get-ups are one of, my, uh, one of my favorite exercises for full body mobility and stability. That's him speaking, not me. <laughs> this is great for developing and maintaining hips, shoulder, and core strength. Here's how to do it. Begin the exercise by lying flat on the ground, holding either a dumbbell or kettlebell above you with one hand, and your knee bent and foot planted on the same side. With your opposite hand, plant it 45 degrees out to the side. Push through your planted foot and raise the weight to the ceiling. As you come up, shift your body to the opposite side and get up. Keeping your arms straight overhead, lift your hips off the ground until they're fully extended. Slowly begin bringing the opposite leg behind you so your knee is planted. Everybody got that? I suggest you Google <laughs> 60 never, over 60 never to do exercises, and you can see the pictures. They'll help you. Uh, you should be in a lunge position with the hand, knee, and foot in a straight line. From a kneeling lunge position, stand up straight with the bell overhead. Once you're standing up, simply reverse the process step-by-step step back to the floor while keeping your eyes on the, rate, 
on the weight. And so uh, there are some exercises not to do and a few extra ones that you might want to do if you're over 60. And actually, obviously, you could do those at any age you like there. And so, look, it took me to 6.56 to cover both of those. I'll remind you again that these calls are being recorded and posted on SoundCloud.com or your podcast software by putting in my name, Frank Lomas, uh, or TR90 or solutions number four antiaging.com. And with that, I'll open up the line and take any comments before we go out and make it a great day. Well, there you go. That was fabulous. That was fabulous, Frank. Thanks, Frank. That was really good information. Some good stuff for you. Some good stuff for you. And again, those squats, you want to, want to fix, fix butts. Squats work. They work for a lifetime. I've done it, used to do them for years, and I must say I have a gorgeous butt. <laughs> so with that said, I'm checking out. <laughs> Go out make it a great day, everybody. Have fun. Talk to you later. See you. See you. Oh, come back here tomorrow for Susan and then um, on Friday for Virginia with meditation, everybody. Bye-bye. Victoria. Thank okay, so you. Tim Liu, right? Tim Liu. Yes, yes. Let me double-check that make sure I'm not missing. Miss yeah, Tim, T-I-M-L-I-U, and over 60, never do these exercises, or over 60, the Bex exercises, all on uh, Eat This, Not That. And they were in June and July of this year. And they're good articles. And so, uh, hey, check them out. You can see the pictures, actually see how to do them properly. I'm sure the description doesn't quite come through with my reading it to you. So <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Frank. See you tomorrow, Victoria, or 